Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast is here. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I think this is going to post either the last couple days of 2021 or very early 2022. So either way, Happy New Year. I'm Eddie Cohn. I'm the host, creator of The Spiritual Spiral. It's been an amazing year. Incredibly productive for me creatively. I hope for you, you have used your free time to not be a passive human being, but an active human being. And what do I mean by that? This That's what we're going to talk about today. Very brief episode. Play very brief clips from the Barry Weiss podcast and from the Mark Marin show that will hopefully get you thinking about what's ahead. And somebody asked me maybe a week ago, how do you do it? And, and it's, it's strange. I don't love talking about myself. It's, it's interesting. I have a podcast. And sure, I talk about the world. I'm very uber critical of the world, specifically the news media and these social media platforms. But I don't talk too much about my process. And I, I think it's important for me as I'm zeroing in on 200 episodes here to remind you and even myself why I began the show and why it's more important now than ever to ignore the noise, ignore that titillation that is coming, that is begging for you to pick up the phone, to scroll, to watch Hulu and Netflix and Disney+. Plus. I think back to about four or five years ago when cord cutters felt empowered. They were sort of like, I'm not going to pay for cable anymore or DirecTV or Dish. I'm not going to spend $150 for all these channels. I'm going to cut the cord, and I'm just going to get like PlayStation View or YouTube TV, or I'm only going to get Netflix. But then interestingly, all these media conglomerates over the last few years got the power back into their hands and sort of like split off and started creating their own apps. So now, you know, people were, were saving money a couple of years ago by cutting the cord. But now I speak to friends of mine who, you know, they have Paramount Plus and Disney and um, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. I know Amazon's free if you're paying for Prime, but then again, you are paying for Prime. So now the conglomerates have the power again. Now people are back to spending over $150 a month for television. And I bring this up because this show is about reminding you that you should be in control, that you should be, that you should have the power to make your own decisions. And then back to me, people will ask me or my friends ask me, how did you do it? How did you get a book done? How did you record a record? How do you record the podcast? How are you writing articles and also have a job? How do you do it? It's because I value my free time. I have limits to what I watch every day. I, I am not a Luddite, and I'm not going to tell you that you should not watch Netflix or Hulu. 
but you got to cap it at 30 minutes or an hour a day. Social media, it's fine if you cap it at 15 minutes or 30 minutes a day, or maybe take the whole weekend off. Turn all of your notifications off. Devote an hour every day to exercising. Devote an hour every day to writing. It could be 500 words. It could be 1,000 words. I devote every day to being in front of my computer, opening up Apple Logic, and seeing what's going to happen creatively. Am I going to create a new drum loop? Am I going to come up with a new piano pattern? Just going to, just an hour and see what happens. I don't record a podcast every day. I used to be probably too regimented uh, in trying to you know, present or produce a podcast every week. But now I know that, look, I, I've got plenty of other things to do. I don't have to be on the strict, um, regimented pattern when it comes to my podcast. But I do know that I should devote you know, an hour a week if I'm going to just record myself two and a half hours a week if I have a guest. But th- this, is a, this is a battle that we are facing. And that can sound very hyperbolic. But technology is turning human beings into lazy robots. It's, it's literally riddled our society in such a dramatic way that it's creating one, two-dimensional versions of human beings. So 2022, you need to start to ask yourself, how are you going to utilize your free time? Are you going to be lazy? Are you going to be passive? Are you just going to scroll for hours? Are you going to binge watch for hours? Are you going to get every streaming platform known to man? Or are you only going to get Hulu? Are you going to read? Are you going to sign up for master class and, and um, feed your brain with useful, inspiring information? This, this is really, it's up to you. You need to make a choice for 2022. Are you going to allow these technological conglomerates to, ruin, to, to rule and then ruin the world? Or are you going to take back the control? And it's not easy. You know, I certainly struggle with it every day. I, I just, you know, I watched this amazing show, by the way, that I recommend called Made, M-A-I-D, on Netflix. Moving, brilliant. Uh, I didn't think Andy McDowell's acting was particularly very good. It, it sort of felt like a caricature. However, the lead actor, I don't know her name right now, but such an incredibly powerful and moving show. I was riveted. Now, of course, I, after I finished an episode, I wanted to watch another. But it's okay. It's okay to only watch one, and then you know something? You can live with that episode for a day or two or three days. And think about it. I mean, the, the empathy that I felt towards her and her daughter only grew as as I waited and watched a few ep- as I waited a few days before I watched another episode. I feel like you live with the show. You live with the feelings, you live with the empathy. What's the rush? 
So this show, it's like, I remember two years ago being a DJ. And I just saw this shift in what we prioritize, what we value. Cardi B was the most popular um, musician or singer or performer. A lot of the yoga teachers that were getting all the attention were the ones that were revealing uh, more of their bodies and posting uh, incredibly acrobatic yoga postures. It's like technology completely rewired our society's priorities and value systems. And this show became this, this platform where, wait a second, no, 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 that, that is not what's most important. Now, we all have our own desires and wants and uh, priorities. Mine may be different from yours, um, and they should be. However, I think collectively, we really need to take back and take back the priorities, take back the control, limit how much we consume technology, limit the scrolling, and become a more active participant, a more active human being. Read. I'm reading six books right now. The War of Art is one. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird and of Mice and Men, I started reading. Um, and I'm also reading Chaos Monkeys, which is about Facebook. You know, these are, we, we need to re, uh, rewire our priorities and take control. And that's what the show is about. It's trying to remind people to take back control and utilize your free time. Your free time is the life stream, the lifeblood of your existence. So what are you going to do with your free time? play a really powerful clip from the Barry Weiss show. It just came out today. It's with Abigail Schreier. Um, Abigail Schreier, she's the author of the best-selling book, Irreversible Damage. She was recently invited to speak at Princeton, but this being a college campus in 2021, you can imagine what happened next. The event was moved off campus It was limited to only 35 people, and the police had to be called in because of threats. But despite the limited audience, Schreier's message that night was loud and clear. Don't buckle in the face of the mob. So I want to play you um, a little piece here from The Barry Weiss Show, and it's Abigail Schreier reading her speech at Princeton, and I, I was really moved and really connected with a particular section of the speech. In 2021, it seems a luxury to worry that a will determined and shaped entirely by received ideas and our own personality-driven desires might not be entirely free. Today, before any of us decides what it is we want, we open our phones and participate in our own manipulation at the hands of those who actively want us to think and see and vote differently than our own wills would have us do. 
If we were not entirely free before, in other words, we are far less so now. Every dating app pushes us toward the same few attractive mate choices. Spotify presses us to like the same music. Amazon pushes us to purchase specific books and away from others. If you're under the impression that the books Amazon recommends to you are based solely on a content-neutral algorithm, I can disabuse you of that fiction right now. I once asked one of my sources at Amazon, who was concerned about the ways search results were being manipulated, whether he'd ever seen a book deliberately boosted. Yes, he said. Becoming by Michelle Obama. When that book came out, he told me, virtually every search you did led to the recommendation to buy the former first lady's book. And the opposite is also true. There are books that are never recommended by the Amazon algorithm, irrespective of how well they've sold or how likely a specific shopper is to buy them. Or at least there's one such book. I'll let you try to guess what it is. But the larger point is your will is being toyed with, subverted, manipulated, and in a fairly insidious manner. None of you will be shocked to hear that Google promotes certain search results in order to lead us to a certain perspective. But did you know that for contested entries, Wikipedia assigns editors, some of whom are ideologically committed activists, many of whom have very particular views they want you to walk away with. If you form views based on those Wikipedia articles or reports by corrupt fact-checkers, if you act based on them, are you exercising freedom of will? Given that you've been spun and prodded along to a predetermined conclusion by hidden persuaders, perhaps you aren't. Perhaps you're left in the same sorry state as the Moor of Venice, toyed with, subverted, manipulated, acting out someone else's plan, pointed in the direction that he wants you to walk. It's it's interesting. You know, I, I certainly watch a lot of the news and... and Still, the fingers being pointed at, at Donald Trump often as being sort of the originator and creator of this divisive, um, outspoken, often negative world. And, and I just see him as another player. And it's, sure, it was very unsettling to see the president of the United States using Twitter in such a uh, derogatory, nefarious way. Um, and the way he spoke to the media was always unsettling and quite disparaging. Um, but to me, he just he was using the system just like everybody else. And the system is it, it makes people feel like they can say or do anything. Um, they can be negative and and use words in such a uh, negative way uh, spewing vitriol at people on social media it's it's really changed people's behavior and and we think that the phone it looks so pretty and instagram it seems so innocuous and and oh it's just photos but the emergence of of the filters and the emojis and the likes and the follower counts it's completely uprooted our value system. Um, we are being led down rabbit holes and paths where we're not in control. And, and it's, it's just for this, this example, don't go to Amazon, go to the bookstore. You actually on your own 
Go to a bookstore and look for a book that seems interesting to you. Read the back cover. Ask a friend, what are you reading? Do you have any book suggestions? Don't rely on Amazon to tell you what to read. I just finished watching the movie The Power of the Dog, and I'm, I'm going to sort of criticize not only the movie, but also Mark Marin a little bit. I, I do like Mark and his podcast, but I've realized something. He has become a kiss-ass. You know, he just had Halle Berry on his show promoting Bruised, and... I thought the movie to me, Netflix has this way of presenting movies in my mind that feel like B movies, where just the production quality is so subpar. It's predictable. Uh, The actors feel stilted. The writing feels very um, boring um, and dull. And immediately within 10, 15 minutes, I I was like, I can't sit through this movie. And about four days later, Halle Berry is on Mark Marin, and he is literally throwing compliment after compliment, saying how great the movie is. And the podcast was nothing about who Halle Berry is, where she came from. It was all just a PR, one hour, go out and see this movie. And similarly, with Power of the Dog, I forget the main actor um, that was in the name of the, that was in the movie, but both actors were on his show. And instead of talking about, um, you know, getting a little biographical information about these two actors, where they're from, how they got into acting, it was just a one-hour kiss-ass session about how great Power of the Dog was. So I, I got tricked. I got tricked by Mark. So I watched Power of the Dog uh, over the last few days, and the movie shot beautifully, acting is good, but a total dud in the sense that there was no plot. Nothing happened. Incredibly boring. Jane Campion, she did the piano. Really well done, although that movie also sort of was boring as as well, despite the fact that Harvey Keitel and Anna Paquin were very good. Um, Plot is still needed in movies. But to the bigger point here, we have to remember to still be critical. People are scared to criticize. And as a creator, I still am critical of my own process. And when I give a song to a drummer or a friend or somebody to listen to it uh, or to possibly play on it, I expect them to be honest. Now, granted, you know, I'm not on a PR tour promoting a book. I, I understand that. But I think we have created a culture now or we live in a culture now where people are terrified to say what they really think about a piece of work or a television show or a movie. It's like everything is good. All is good. And, and, and that to me is such a dangerous world to navigate. We have to be comfortable with criticism done in a respectful way. So again, I, this show also was about raising the bar of creation. If you're friends with a creator, 
If somebody's asking your opinion, you need to respond and say, do you want my honest opinion or, or you know, is this, is this to give you feedback or is this just to say, you know, oh, it's, this is great. Is this just to feed your ego? Is it to stroke your ego? I think we need to sort of preface or, or give honest feedback or, or be confident or, or let it take, it take a chance. Challenge people to be better. It's okay. It's important. Somebody sent me a reel that he was working on about six months ago, and, and I wrote back. I said, you know, this is great, but do you want me to give you my honest feedback about something that you could improve? And he said, sure, yeah. And of course, I wasn't, you know, derogatory. I, I was respectful. Um, but it's important to keep pushing ourselves, keep pushing each other, be critical. Be nice about it. Be complimentary when it is worth being complimentary. If somebody finishes something that's, that's a huge accomplishment, even before reading it or listening to it, you should congratulate them and tell them how amazing it is. But then maybe that person may need a little bit of guidance, a little bit of direction to improve And this leads me to my last point for the show. I think we need a reminder of manners. So if if you're out in public, on a date or with friends, and somebody pulls the phone out and puts it on the table, tell them to put it away. Technology has also uprooted our manners as a society. If you're with somebody and the phone is out, they are not fully present. They are not really with you. They're sort of like 60% with you. We need people to be fully present. That is another goal of the show, of the spiritual spiral, reminding reminding you the value of being present. I want to play you something from the Mark Maron show. It's just the intro. He has a guest, Peter Jackson, on the show. I guess he just put out a documentary on the Beatles. So he's, this is sort of the um, intro to the show before Peter's on. And I want you to listen to this. You know, turn him on and he goes kind of thing. We were on Zoom, but I do want to tell you that there was a notification sound happening during the thing. And it was driving me nuts. Like I was trying, I tried to turn it off on my phone, on my computer, on my other computer. I could not figure out which one of my machines was making noise until, uh, until the interview ended and I realized it was coming from Peter. It was him. And we just didn't want to bother him with trying to make the adjustment because he was on a roll. He didn't want to bother because he was on a roll. No, that's you have to bother. You have to stand up for yourself. He, sh- he, he has to be like, dude, what the F are you doing? Turn off the freaking phone. We're in an interview here. You are on a podcast where millions of people potentially will be listening, and you have your notifications on. Matthew McConaughey was on his show like uh, eight, nine months ago, and a beep is going off every 15 minutes. And like finally, Mark sort of makes light. He's like, dude, what's going on here? Turn that off. People, notifications off. If you're, if you're with friends... At dinner, 
notifications off. And if it's on, you tell them, hey, can you turn that off? We're having dinner. We're having a conversation here. I don't want to be interrupted by your notification. Episode 197. Can't believe it. 197. I already have a few guests lined up for 2022. More thoughts will be coming your way. What can we do as a society to ignore the noise, reshape our values, reprioritize our lives where we are in control, and this moment, the intrinsic qualities of a human being are much more important than the noise that emanates from social media and our cell phones. Even right now. I can breathe. My eyes work. My hands work. I exercise. I went swimming today. I love to swim. We are forgetting so many of the wondrous qualities of life. People right now care more about emojis and how many likes they're about to get on a post. We are taking so many things for granted. As always, you know where to find me on social at Eddie Cohn or Instagram at The Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Twitter also at Eddie Cohn. Website IamEddieCohn.com. Please write a review. Write a review about the show. That stuff is really helpful. Share it with your friends. You know where to find me also at IamEddieCohn.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Information on the new book should be coming out very soon. And that is it. As always, thanks so much for listening, supporting, being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Happy 2022. Happy New Year. And I'll speak to you soon.